Welcome to It's Your Fault, the podcast where we listen to what went wrong, decide who's to blame, and dole out some ice-cold, rock-hard cash. I'm your host, Clinton Kelly, but you can call me... The Godfather of the Gays. That's me, all right. Let's get to it! I don't believe that's the only time a woman has come on to you at work. You're talking about rubbing women down in text messages. You had the privilege of having a man with a job, an entrepreneur. I was a gem to you. We were on a break. It's your fault. All right, here's how this is going to go down. I've invited two exes into my office in New York City to explain why their relationship ended up in the proverbial crapper. The panel and I will ask them questions, trying to figure out what the hell went wrong. When we've heard enough, we will each independently and secretly vote on two things. Number one, who is at fault? And number two, what percentage of the blame they shoulder? And now that percentage of the blame is important because that determines how much of the $1,000 pot the injured party will receive. And if that sounds like math to you, you are right. But it is fourth grade math, people. Hang in there. If you still haven't entered the fourth grade, you should not be listening to this nonsense anyway. Go tell your parents you want a carton of cigarettes and the key to the liquor cabinet. Okay, there may or may not be some explicit content, probably, uh, but hopefully nothing too gross. Uh, If you would describe yourself as either prim or proper, you may now be excused. Who is this esteemed panel? You might be asking yourself right now. Well, allow me to introduce them. First up. He's the guy I search for on the internet when I have a burning need to know what a straight, white, middle-aged Italian guy originally from Philly is thinking. He's a (laughs) stand-up comedian and the host of the hilarious podcast, Stuff Island. Please welcome Silver Fox, Tommy Pope. Tommy! (laughs) Silver. It's not totally silver yet, is it? It's like grayish. You're getting silver, man. I'm 80%. I'm 80%. 80% silver fox. You're 80% fox. There you go. That's not bad. Thanks for having me. You're a handsome guy. I'll just tell him that right off the bat. Salt and pepper. It's a shame there's no no cameras here. You know? It is a shame. It's a waste of a hair. It's a waste of a nice shirt. (laughs) You've got to respect this. (laughs) You're right. We'll we'll take a selfie together afterwards. So it's not wasted. So I am proud to say that I have gone down the Tommy Pope rabbit hole on the old World Wide Web. Oh, boy. Uh, What is it like, Tommy, to know that Anyone, anywhere on this entire planet at any time of day or night can easily find, I don't know, a hundred clips of you talking about your dick. What's, what's First a- of all, that's just, that's just male podcasting. You have to get to your penis at some point. <laughs> and secondly, it's freeing. Once you, once you let go of all those inner secrets, you actually you become clearer and free and happier. I walk different. I think I grew an inch after starting this podcast. Grew, grew, grew an inch in your dick or your, or your height? <laughs> well, it'll be on the next pod. <laughs> but it's like, it's like that scene in Eminem, like at the very end when they're doing that rap battle, and he says all the embarrassing shit about himself, so they have nothing to rebuttal. Yes, you know? okay. But it's more embarrassing. It's like, oh, yeah, I shit in the ocean, and uh, my brother's <laughs> date my ex, and uh, I accidentally slept with a man once. Like, stuff like like Stuff that. like that. So, yeah. so it's kind of defensive is what you're saying. You're <laughs> like, I'm going to throw it out there so but you can't use it against me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I, I don't know about the shit in the ocean thing. I'm not quite... Well, uh, I used yeah. to rent kayaks, so I got in a, a little bit of a pickle. <laughs> you drink a lot in your 20s, you got nowhere to go. You know, I got to stand by my station. I, I've thought out. about that sometimes, actually. It's like, what would you do if you had diarrhea on the beach? You just go swim out and shit in the ocean, right? You, you'd have to. Go far enough, you, it's fine. Yeah, right. Okay. Next up. <laughs> And she's regretting being here right now. I can already tell. She's a woman who is not afraid to speak her mind or plunge the depths of yours. She's got a PhD in clinical psychology. She's been associated with some of the top universities in this country. She's the clinical director and director of training at the Motherhood Center of New York City. 
She's Dr. Nicole Van Nortwick. Hello, Nicole. Hello, Clinton. What is it like to be the smartest person in this room? Which is not really setting a bar too, too high. Speak for yourself. <laughs> it gets exhausting, but I learn something new every day. So I've already learned a lot about Tommy over here. Right, <laughs> yes. Uh, just just search his up, name on Nick. the internet. Man, you're going to learn a lot more than you ever wanted to know. Here's the deal. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the couple that's coming in. Okay, he is named William. He's a 25-year-old massage therapist from Queens. Okay, Maria is a 31-year-old bartender from Queens, and they met at a New Year's Eve party and dated for 18 months. Things turned sour in the relationship when William took one of his massages a stroke too far. We flipped a coin before the show, and William won. He decided to tell his side of the story second. So let's bring in Maria first. Hey, Maria, welcome. Hello, how are you? Do you swear to tell the absolute truth, whether or not it makes you sound like a complete and total ding dong? <laughs> I do. Okay, you have 90 seconds to tell your side of the story without any interruptions. William cannot hear you. Go. Okay, so William and I, we met at a New Year's Eve party. He came with a date, which should have been the first red flag, but he said they weren't serious, so I gave my number. I did pursue him. We started dating. The second thing, he said he was in construction. Come to find out, William is not a construction worker. William is a massage therapist, which means he's massaging half-naked women, or naked, 99% of the time, uh, which he knew I'd be uncomfortable with. We started dating, and I started getting suspicious because he was getting house calls. He was getting late-night calls, and I'm like, hold on, construction workers don't do this. So I'm like, what's really going on? That's when he told me I'm, I'm in the massage business. So from there, I was just totally upset and suspicious, but I stayed. Um, that's when I started going through the phone, started seeing text messages. A woman was expressing, oh, I'm in so much pain. William says, oh, I'm going to rub you down real good. So from there, I was just like, I can't do this. Let's go on a break. We go on a break and we're supposed to be working on each other because we wanted to get back together. So I sent in a friend. She wasn't a close friend, just a girl that I knew that he never saw, never met. And I said, you know, go in and, you know, be flirtatious, see if he takes a little bait. If, if things go somewhere, then let him. And they sure did go somewhere. William ended up, he slept with her. Okay. Perfect little button on that. All right. <laughs> so we're going to excuse you back out and we're going to have William come in and tell his side of the story. Right. So that you don't hear that. And then we're going to bring you both back in and ask you questions. Okay. Okay. So Maria, thank you for that. Let's thank bring you. William in. Hey, William. Welcome. Thank you. All right. So do you swear to tell the absolute truth, whether or not it makes you sound like a complete and total ding dong? <laughs> yes, I yes, do. Yes, you do. Okay. You've got 90 seconds to tell your side of the story without any interruptions. Go. Thank you. All right. So I met Maria at a New Year's Eve party. She fell in love with me. I'm very handsome, very attractive. So she just fell in love with my face and my looks. I'm a massage therapist, a licensed massage therapist. She hated my job. She would do evil things to cancel my job, cancel appointments, go through my phone and do very vindictive things to the point where we got into an argument, we wanted a break. During that break, she threw my stuff out and we were done. She then set me up with her best friend, who I didn't know, to get a massage. During the massage, she was being very flirty. She told her friend to be flirty and flirt with me. So I'm, I'm doing the massage, she's moaning loud, she's rubbing up on me. I'm still a professional, so I did the session, we were done, we hooked up. But she forced my hand, you know what I mean? If, 
to the point where I wouldn't have done that if she didn't if she didn't set me up. So you can't set me up during a break and then get mad at me. That was the final straw. So if you would do that to me during the break, I have to end it with you. So at that point, I think I feel like she's the cause of the break because you set me up with, with your best friend. Come on. All right. Thank you, William. Let's bring Maria back in. You nervous? A little bit, but not too nervous. Good for you. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Okay. Now we're going to begin asking you questions to fill in the gaping holes of this plot line. All right, Nicole, do you want to take the first question? Yeah, I'm sort of curious. Maria, you said you pursued him even though he showed up at this party with a date. Right. Why? He said it was nothing serious. It was a casual, you know, you come to a party, you don't want to be alone. You know, you're not that good looking, so you need someone to kind of like make you look good. So I got it. I was like, okay, you know, he's not in a serious relationship. So I didn't think it was anything wrong with that. Okay. William, do you have a response to that? Yes, to the point, I'm not good looking. That's very false. I said not that <laughs> good looking. I'm very handsome. Thank you. You're okay. And were you there with uh, an actual date that you were dating or just a girl to make you look good? No, I was kind of dating the girl. See, I'm not a loser, so I don't go to a New Year's Eve party by myself. See, that's where you're wrong. Uh, the options are endless if you go by yourself. Exactly. You don't have to hide her in a, a coat closet to hit on somebody else. Also, <laughs> weddings going by yourself. Don't disrespect that either. I go to weddings by myself. Hello. I had, a kiss, I had a kiss at midnight. She was kissing her beer bottle. I don't even drink beer, William. So this is how we know you're just lies, 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 <laughs> lies. I'm a champagne girl. He knows that. Oh, okay. I do know that. Tommy. Yeah. Questions. I got shit. (laughs) (laughs) I am itching for you, boy. Bring them on. Construction? You you pick construction out of all the lies? Right. I bet you got baby hands too. You got no you got no calluses (laughs) on those things if you're a massage therapist. You could have picked personal training, a florist, anything. You don't you don't you don't have the fit and style of a construction worker. I fucking do. You gotta you gotta learn better to lie, my friend. You gotta learn how to lie better. This is ridiculous. I I, I honestly, that's my question. Why, why construction? Because technically, it's not really a lie because I'm doing construction on people's bodies. <laughs> oh, I'm dude. taking things apart. I'm rubbing oh, them. Shit. I'm using my hands. I'm doing construction. I'm constructing their body to form into different uh, bends and molds. Okay. So, so uh, Maria, I've got a question for you. How sure. long was it that you realized he wasn't in construction? Um, it should, it was probably like maybe a month or two in because I would be at his house and then, you know, nine o'clock he's getting phone calls. Hey, I got to run into work. Construction is not running nine o'clock or calling you on call to, Hey, come break down this wall. Like that's not, you know, so I wasn't stupid. Right. At any point, had you ever seen him like even use a hammer or like a screw? He's not even handy. So it's like, I should have known right there. And he's from the Bronx. Like that should have right there told me like, this is not going to work. Like he's a liar. Like we don't, I don't do Bronx. So like. (laughs) Now that you've got a whole burrow on your ass. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. Like we just, I just, I'm from Queens, Long Island. We don't do Bronx. Me too. Right, so I'm telling the truth. We don't even like going there. I'm in there. construction. <laughs> do you actually know the difference between a nail and a screw? No. Yes. <laughs> you do? Yes. Could you explain, please? I believe a nail might be silver and goes counterclockwise, and a screw 
goes counterclockwise. Here, I'll put it in terms Wait, for you. What? You nail an ugly girl and you screw a good-looking girl. <laughs> <laughs> I set that right up for him. That is so funny. Nicole, bring Wait, some dignity back yeah, to this. I'm wondering, if you were suspicious, and it sounds like even a month in, you're suspicious, why 18 months? Like, why did you stay so long? You saw all these red flags. I did. Um, honestly, I did have faith. I, I, did, I did truly love him at one point. And, you know, I was hoping that he was you know, trustworthy. And even though he did lie, I was like, you know what? I can kind of understand why he lied. I did say that I didn't like a man that was, you know, always around women. And he knew that I probably wouldn't have been open to dating him if he was straight up. Not saying that was a good thing, but I guess I looked at it like, wow, he really mm -hmm. liked me. He really wanted to date me. So, you know, he told a little white lie. And you wanted to believe it. I did. William, do you have a response to that? Um, yeah, I do have a response. That's not why. I mean, I lie because she couldn't handle it. I've told other girls in the past, and they can handle it. Just I just knew her, her image, just the way how she is. She's very superficial, so I knew she wouldn't, you know what I mean? She's too emotional. Women are too emotional. So I know she wouldn't accept it. I'm too emotional, so that's why you lied. Yeah. You're really... outnumbered in here, my friend, so you better... <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just speaking the truth, just speaking the truth, man. Just say you know that you weren't a faithful person, and that's why you knew that you had to lie about it. And she stayed 18 months because of my massages. I gave her plenty of massages with plenty of happy endings. Just for what? Her. Oh my! You're how many? And how many Endless. other happy endings Endless? were you giving out there, William, when you were cheating on me? Okay, well, let's, let's just wait. Let's, <laughs> let's go step by step here. I want to get to the going through the phone part. You okay. said, Maria, that you went through William's phone. Yes. At what point did you go through his phone? How long had you been dating? Um, a couple of months, it was after, you know, I found out that he was not a construction worker anymore. So now I'm like, okay, he's doing massages. Like I said, he was getting late night phone calls. So after that, that's when I was like, let me go in there and see like how he's carrying himself with these clients. Is he being professional? Is he talking professional? And that's when I went through some of the messages and he was not. Uh, a woman was expressing pain, as I mentioned before, and William's response was that he was going to rub her down real good. He was going to take care of her. Okay, William, you look, you look like you want to say something. Yes, yes. She's not telling you how she got into my phone. Yeah, I'm curious about yes. that. Why does she that matter? She programmed her face on my iPhone for the face ID so that she can unlock my phone with her face. That's very sneaky. That's very sneaky. But, but doesn't she need your password to do that? No, no I have... Well, how did you do I, that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say that first. Yes, how, how did you do that? Because I put your face on there first. But anyway, well, was he I sleeping? You it. just held it in front of him? No, because your eyes have to be open. But like he, he's very like sloppy. So like his phone, he opened it. And then, you know, I got in it. And then he put it down. And then I kind of like changed some stuff. And then put my face on there. And to rub you down, that woman, she had very sore glutes. So I had to get in there and glutes. I had to rub her down. That was, that's my job. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a massage therapist. Are you, you're licensed? I'm very, yes, I am licensed. <laughs> I'm certified. I'm like a doctor. So you're I'm on nothing call. like a doctor, William. Please stop. I, I heal people. Please. <laughs> uh, Tommy, do you have any questions you want to ask about yeah, this, I, this massage? Well, I'm, I don't want to speak for, you know, for you. you. You clearly know exactly what to say here. But I started a relationship with a small white lie, and it was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. And she doubted everything. She went through my phone like mm -hmm. this. So mm -hmm. she, she behaved the way she shouldn't have in a normal trusting relationship because I started with a small lie. So then she just assumed there's a whole mountain of lies in, the, in life that I'm hiding. 
I still don't get over the, I'll never get over the construction thing. <laughs> also, going forward, if, if you're not honest with your partner about what it is you do, it's never going to work anyway. So if you have interest in somebody, just be like, you have to trust me, I'm not going to fuck this girl's glutes or whatever. <laughs> so if she's not good with you, then you're not going to waste your time. You just wasted 18 months, but right. you learned a lot about yourself, I hope. That's true. It, you know? it was a waste, though. It's unfair because, you know, you don't, if you don't give a person a chance to choose, like, do I want to deal with this person or not? Yeah. Like, you had, he had me going into, like, a make-believe person. I, if I would have known he was a massage therapist, I would have been like, you know what? You're a cool guy, but I don't think I want to date you. He didn't give me that option. I was like forced in, you know. But you also had the right intuition. I mean, I feel like massage therapists and like personal trainers, they're like, they should be registered sex offenders most yeah, exactly. of the you know, time. They, they <laughs> oh spend their God. entire days hitting Healing women people. and trying to get in their pants. Thank you, Tommy. Yeah. I love you. If you, ever see, <laughs> yo, if you ever see a personal trainer walk around like New York Sports Club, they just identify the hot girls. That's all they're doing. They're just looking for a hot girl that they want to talk to, get a number from. And even if they don't sign up for their, their services, they'll go out to dinner with them. It's 24 hours of hitting on women. You know how fucking exhausting that is? <laughs> we're healers. Can we're just healers. Yeah, you're a doctor, all right. It goes God, doctors, massage therapists. Doctor of perversion. Right. <laughs> Nicole. I, I have a question, though. So did you, were you cheating on her while you were dating? No, I was not cheating. Doing a massage, rubbing on another female, that's not cheating in my book because that's my job. That, that was the bullshit buzzer. So let me just tell you what that's all about. Okay. If the panelists have a bullshit buzzer and they can depress it at any time if they feel like you're shoveling it on really, really thick. So that means you have to look the panelist in the eye and basically make that statement again while making eye contact and they get to decide whether or not you were telling the William, truth. William, look at my baby Browns, baby. In 18 months, how many average appointments do you have a week? I would say about... Four. Four a week. Yes. For 18 months. It's 16 a month. I'm not doing the rest of that fucking math, so don't even look at me. You're telling me you never crossed the line one time. And you're saying out of all these numbers, not one woman crossed the line first saying I was interested in you. Or just scooched, scooched her cooch a little bit towards your fingers. And nothing. You never, you never got <laughs> close. Because right. I don't believe this. It at happened, all. It happened one time during a break that we had, and she set it up. It's Your Fault is brought to you in part by Vosges Chocolate. You may have seen me post about them on my Instagram because they have rocked my world on several occasions. They're super fancy chocolates. They are extra delicious. Take my word for it. Try anything with peanut butter inside. And they have a special offer just for you. Use the code It's Your Fault 15 for 15% off. Now, some exclusions apply, okay? And it's only good on one order, but you should take advantage of it anyway. Claim it by going to vosgechocolate.com. That's V-O-S-G-E-S chocolate.com. V-O-S-G-E-S. Even the spelling is fancy, damn it. Okay, let's get to the break. Because you both okay. said that you were on a break. Yes. Okay. Yes. A break means you're not together anymore. Thank you. We had an understanding that this break, we were going to be working on ourselves to be better when we got back together. We never said like we were done. It was completely over. We were taking a break to figure our shit out within ourselves yeah. and that we were going to get back together. It wasn't like a free car to go out and fuck other people and go do what you want to do. Right. But did you right, specifically William? say, did either of you say while we're on the break, we're not going to fuck other people? We did. No. We didn't? 
Was so that you, before or after you threw my stuff out and said, get out and don't ever see me again? Okay. I don't lost. know, but I, when we had an understanding, William, and we said we were going to go on a rig and work on each on ourselves. We didn't say we were going to see other other people. I wasn't seeing her. I just hooked up with her. Oh, okay. Did you, yeah. uh, if I may ask Maria, did you purposely set this date up to see if he would advance on your I, best friend? I did. No, and, she wasn't my best friend. Oh, this was okay. just a girl that I knew that, you know, just an associate. Okay. I knew he never saw her, never knew that we had any type of ties. You so know, so you, he couldn't, you know, know that she knows me. Right. So I just said, I said, look, go get a massage. Uh, see what he, you know, I said, be flirtatious, you know, you know, throw yourself on him a little bit. See if he takes a B. I said, wherever it goes, it goes. I didn't say go sleep with him, go and fuck my man. Because Did I didn't say that. No, because it was him, you know, at the end of the day. And he ended up actually sleeping with this girl. I never told her to do that, but I said, take it wherever it goes. Man. And he took it there. Wait, and, and that, she's a friend? She wasn't a friend. She was an associate of mine, like someone I just knew, like from because I bartend. So she comes to the bar, like she's she's a loose, she's a fun girl. So she didn't really. It was probably like a regular night for her. It wasn't a big thing, you know. And I was like, look, I think my boyfriend's cheating. We're on a break. Can you do me a favor? Go get a massage from him, and you know, see what he does. She's a beautiful girl. I knew that he she would be like his type, and sure enough. My intuitions were correct, and he's sleeping with girls on the job. So I'm not supposed to believe he wasn't doing that when he was with me. How, how did you find out that they slept together? Who did she? She tell told you? me. Did, and then, did you ever confront William? Of about course. That? Okay. And William, did you come clean? I mean, I didn't get a chance to come clean because she called me cursing and oh, you slept with my friend. I'm like, who are you talking about? And then I put the dots together, and I was like, well, we're on a break. And you said that. Who does that? Who would send a friend, an associate of any kind, to go sleep me. with their ex? And then get mad when I do that. It's pretty brilliant I'm, and dirty at the same time. I'm a man. Like, that's just part of my you're, instinct. Is that you know your mean? excuse? And she was flirting with me, and I did it after the session was over. You sure? It was a 90-minute massage? It was about an hour. She was moaning really loud, and she was rubbing on my leg, and I was like, oh. So she made it very clear. She very clear. Fucking nuts. What's the bar you work at? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you after. <laughs> uh, Nicole, do you have? You're sitting here with this look on your face, like, "What have I gotten myself into? I'm a doctor, damn it." Well, you know, I guess I'm just wondering. Have you not seen the Friends episode where they were on a break? Yes, I mean, that's, that's all right. I'm thinking about is like, I mean, how do you not define the break? They don't play like, that in the Bronx. Very explicitly. <laughs> You haven't seen that Friends episode? No. I, um, what, what happened on that episode? We were on a break. I mean, I, I and what, did he go and sleep with someone? Yes. yes. Okay. And so then this she gets a, mad and then he's like, but we were on a break. It's like, I feel that's always the excuse is that, you know, just because we weren't together, but we had a come, we had an understanding. He knew what was supposed to be going on. If I would have went and slept with someone, I don't think he would have been jumping to be back with me. But it was such a setup because you you already said like he was being sneaky, but you were being sneaky I, too. I, I needed some confirmation though. Like I, I knew that I wasn't out just gonna go sleep with a random guy. Like you didn't know this girl from a hole in a wall. Did you even use a condom? Like who knows? Like let's, you let's know ask what I'm saying? That like, question. Tommy, why don't you ask William that question? Did he use a condom on the massage lady? I can't tell. I can't. This guy's good, <laughs> man. <laughs> a magnum. Extra oh, large. Oh, my. boy. All right. <laughs> 
No, no, we're gonna ask for evidence. Speaking of evidence, do you have? Did you ever hear from this friend of yours or anything, Maria? Like, did? Well, she told me what she did. She was like, you know, girl. He was, you know, real open to everything. That it wasn't hard. It was like the easiest thing that she ever done. Oh. And she's like, I didn't mean to go all the way and actually sleep with him, but he was just so like hot and heavy. I guess him rubbing her and whatever. It just went there. I was just like, it's fine because that's what I needed to really let him go on a break. Okay, so what does that mean, though? Are you not getting what I'm saying? Like, if you cared about me in our relationship, you would have been like, look, sis, I'm good on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you What man have... is doing it? Why Tommy, not? Are you doing it? Tommy. I, I, I will tell you this. If the, if the woman I cared for and I wanted to be with her, exactly, I would lose. Like, when I get out of a relationship and I love that woman, I don't think or talk about any women for like two months until I cleanse of all that emotion. Exactly. So if I really wanted to be with the girl and there was a short break, that bitch would have been out of there before her second moan. We were like two weeks on break, like not even a month. And he's already sleeping with random girls. Like, you don't know this girl from anywhere, honestly. Yeah. There's all kind of STDs and shit out oh, there. Would you even care about yourself for, to just I go wore, and do something? That, that made me look at him differently. Like, what kind of respect do you even have for yourself as a man? I know guys that have higher standards that don't just put their dick in anything. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm going to use the bullshit buzzer. Bullshit. On me? No, no, not on you. On William for something that he said before. Because you're talking about all the STDs out there, and all. Yeah. In, in my mind, I'm going through the whole list of them. You got the clap. You got the. Clip, the clap. You got the clap. Monkey, you got the monkey pox, pox. You got the gonorrhea. You got the, all the monkeypox. Yeah. And then, then William throws in. Then he throws in. I wore a condom. And so, you look me in the eye and tell me you you had sex with this woman and you put a condom on. Yes. Oh, that was a pause. Say it. Say, a I, had, I put a condom on my penis and then had sex with this woman. <laughs> Describe you your pecker in full detail. You can't. <laughs> you can't. I put you a condom on when I had sexual relations with this woman. Yeah. Yes, it was, okay. a, it was a magnum and the serial number was 059230. Uh, where did where the condom come from? Uh, in my wallet. You just carry a, carry a condom around in your wallet? You know that serial number is just an expiration date. And that was 2005, my friend. So you busted. Fucked. So busted. <laughs> I have uh, one more question. Yeah, please, Nicole. Okay, why did you go on a break? Because I saw the text messages, him like talking oh, inappropriately. The, okay, right. And that was where I was kind of like, hold on. Do I really want to do this? Do I really want to stay in this? Okay, so you went on a break to think about it. And yeah. William, how, how do you feel about Maria? Like, were you in love with Maria? Yes, I was deeply in love with Maria. She's very attractive, you know what I mean? She can cook, she can clean, whatnot. She's very domesticated, so I really enjoyed that about Maria, you know what I mean? She's very cool. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Pop Pop. Any more terms from the 50s? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I swear, Tommy, you're in my brain. I was like, are we in the 50s? Like, what is but Yeah, she's a very sweet So that's why you that's all you loved about me? Because I'm just, I was your slave. And we had, we had bomb sex. How, how did you feel when you, when, when she confronted you and you guys broke up? How did you feel about it, losing her? Yeah, I was so sad when she threw me out the house, you know? I've gotten so accustomed to her cooking and this, um, her company and whatnot eating her son's fruit snacks, you know what I mean? Just hanging out at the house was really cool. So when she threw me out, I was so sad. I was like, I was lost. So when another woman came into my life and showed me attention, that's what kind of, you know, I felt weak. You know what I mean? I was real sad. So it, it was it was sad sex, that, that, that hookup. Was very you couldn't sad. control yourself. I huh? couldn't. Going to all the physical aspects of what you lost is not a good look either. You know what I mean? You're not talking about what you lost in her. You're talking about your home, your comfort, 
your fruit snacks. You better get your shit together if you're actually right. trying to get He's back in. He's a child, in. and I had no business. Like I said, I've really seen that he was just really a waste of 18 months. For Wait, sure. I'm sorry. One more thing. How old are you? 25. There you go. Exactly. Your kid was 23 years old. He's not fully cooked. No. No, you're not fully cooked. I take a little bit of off you. You're just mature for your age. I'll say that. She's a little, she's old. How old are you? I'm I'm 31. Okay, there you go. Yeah, you'll learn. Maria, do do men- And I'm nowhere near old. I'm in my prime, sweetheart. You're in your prime. You're looking good. Do men throw themselves at you at your job? They do. And I stay so professional when I'm in a relationship. Like, of course, being a bartender, you have to be flirtatious. You have to talk. You know, I'm never giving my number out. I'm never crossing that line. And I know how, you know, I am a people's person. People love me. I have great conversation with them, but I'm always respectful of my relationship. I've never disrespected him at work. Have have either of you ever been cheated on before? Absolutely. Nah. You've never been cheated on, William? You just didn't find out. Yeah, true. It was probably <laughs> from you, then. It was probably you, from you. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was probably from you. Where's your phone at? Don't worry about that. And I, I want to point out that after she um, confronted me about her um, her best fr- or her friend sleeping with right, me and whatnot. She one wasn't night, my best friend. All right, Stop saying that. Your friend, your associate, you know what I mean? We ended up hooking up again after that. So I'm... I'm I'm just saying that on the record. You and the girl? The same girl? No, no, me and Maria. So I'm, oh. I'm, just, I'm just putting that out there. It wasn't right after, but you know, she fell back from me and whatnot. So I'm just putting what that on the record. What does that have to do? They didn't ask that, William. Stop volunteering. It goes to your character. It's, it's, it goes towards your and character. Then, no, wait, that's a, that's I... a normal thing but for right. a yeah, long term. It's like closure sex. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It's an emotional bond, and you just go, oh, yeah, that was good sex, but I, I'm totally done with this guy. You just want to make sure you don't want that shit no more. Do you mind asking him why does he carry condoms at work? I'm just so no, confused, like why he had I'm that magnet. I was going I'm there just before. So, like that's what I like said. I, it's like where did the condom come, come from? Because you're just prepared. It was in my wallet from a while back. Oh. Um, it might have been expired. I don't even know at this point. Mm-hmm. More confirmation safety, that you know? I needed. Thank you, William. Thank it's you. Just for safety. Okay. All right. Any final questions for this ex-couple, or shall we move on to the voting? I'm good. Nicole. Yeah, I think I'm good. I mean, I was kind of wondering if there were more vindictive things. I mean, William, you said that she did a lot of vindictive things yes. just because you were a massage therapist. Yes. Like what, more than just what happened at the break before that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. So she would cancel my appointments with um with my clients and whatnot. She would go on my phone and take off my clients off my schedule. She would answer my phone and say I'm busy, say I'm booked up. So I was wondering why I had slow weeks and I wasn't getting too much money in my pocket because she was... On canceling my calls and my and my work and whatnot, she would do that. You know what I mean? She would pop up during my sessions and whatnot, and interrupting my massages. You know, what I mean? I'm supposed to make a nice, calm environment. She's knocking on the door like I'm like, oh my goodness. Is that true, Maria? Is that true? I did, but it's I, my at this point, I'm becoming insecure. I'm not an insecure person, and not to be conceited. Look at me. Do I need to really be like the naggy girlfriend? No, but he was bringing this out of me. I'm seeing the text messages on the night calls, you know. I'm not even seeing my own boyfriend. We're going, we have dinner dates planned and scheduled, and he's canceling them. I got to go get this money. I got to call at night. But we have a date. We have dinner. We're supposed to be spent. Like, I was, it was getting to the point where I was not even having like real quality time in my own relationship because everything was revolving around massage clients. So I'm doing these things because I just wanted to be with my boyfriend. Did, did you ask him for those things or did you just control him? No, like I was saying, like, William, we have dinner tonight. And he's saying, oh, well, I just got a call. It's an, they need me. They need you? <laughs> like, what? You know, so I know it wasn't right for me to go ahead and do things like that, but I was doing it because I just wanted to spend time with my own boyfriend. So you felt like you were communicating? 
I felt like I was doing what I needed to do to get the time that I wanted out of my Evil. relationship that I deserved. Like, I'm your girlfriend. How are you putting other people before me nine and 10 o'clock at night canceling dinner with me to go massage another woman? It can't be that serious. You're not that hard up for money. Right. All right, look, Nicole, Tommy, and I are going to secretly vote on two things now, okay? On one piece of paper, we're going to write down the name of the person who is primarily to blame for the destruction of this relationship. On the second piece of paper, we're going to write down what percentage of the blame they carry, okay? So votes are going to be revealed, and whoever receives the most votes will be told it's your fault, and the other one will be crowned the injured party. Now, the injured party then gets to choose which panelist— Nicole, Tommy, or I, to reveal the percentage of blame. So, for example, if Nicole thinks that your ex was 51% to blame, you would get $510 and your ex would get $490. But Tommy might think that your ex is 99% to blame, which would net you $990. You don't know. It's a secret vote, okay? If you love the combination of flour, butter, and sugar as much as I do, you're going to love this offer from The Hungry Gnome. They make some of my favorite treats in New York City, especially the scones. They taste the way a scone should taste, buttery and flaky, not bone dry like you get at some large coffee chain that will go unnamed. I particularly love the cheddar chive scones, but I also really dig their everything biscuits, Biscuits with everything bagel seasoning on top, amazing. And the Nutella-filled banana bread, so good. They ship anywhere in the United States, and they're offering you, listener, 15% off. Just use the code CLINTON15 at checkout. It's thehungrygnome.com. Don't forget, gnome is spelled with a G, G G-N-O-M-E. But you knew that already. All right, panelists, please vote. Panelists, let's reveal our votes. Nicole, I'll start with you. Who did you think was primarily at fault? Maria. Maria. Oh my God, okay. I'm so shocked. All right, well, I'm going to be the tiebreaker vote, Tommy, if, if it's if it's necessary. Tommy, who did you think was primarily at fault? <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. That's Willie. William. Big Wills. Wow. I didn't want to do this to you, but that means that I get the tiebreaking vote, and I said, I'm scared. William. Oh. <laughs> the men went against me. Oh, oh dude, I, I, I tried. All right, that means, William, it's your fault. Now it's time to award damages. Because Tommy and I believe that you are the injured party, Maria, you get to choose one of us to reveal the percentage of fault, which is going to determine how much of the $1,000 pot you receive. The rest will go to your ex, okay? So which of us do you believe, Tommy or me, was more sympathetic to your story? Oh, I like you both so much. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Tommy. So me and Tommy, we were seeing eye to eye. We were agreeing on some stuff. Okay, so. Tommy, what percentage of blame does William carry? 90%! Maria wins 900 bucks! Trying to get my baby new heels. Wow! <laughs> Wow. Well, can I explain? That, yeah, just a Wait, second. Can I, gonna, do I get to know your percentage? Yeah. Okay. You picked. You made the right ass choice because I said fifty three percent to blame because it's did. so close. <laughs> I thought it was so close. Nicole, what did you say? I said fifty one percent. Whoa. Fifty one percent of Maria. Maria to blame. Yes. You know what? 
this was very personal to me, this story. This is why I got to this number. I, I apologize. But I, I was in your shoes, and I made the mistakes you made. And I know and I learned from them. So, like, I know how wrong it was, and I know how wrong it was to do that to that girl. She didn't deserve it. The only reason you didn't get 100 is because of her vindictive behaviors because my ex did the same thing. I started with a small eye, and then she, she, would, she would, like, block people on Twitter. She would cancel some of my shows. She would, like... And then once you go down that that path, you can't come back. Like that that relationship was gone way before the cheating thing, or, or even if you were on a break, you're done. Once you you lose all that trust, you it, it's over. So I only gave you a ten percent break because of those behaviors that I, the, you should I, I, trust. It's understandable. But, it wasn't right what I did. It wasn't related, so. right. That was a big break to give her, though. I mean, like I, you know, the fa- you're saying that William was ninety percent to blame. I said fifty three percent because I feel like I only said that William because you started out with a lie. But then I thought that Maria's behavior afterwards was kind of egregious. It was like the going through the phone, the canceling of appointments. I was like, that's not so cool. So I had to go for right. 53 there. But had you started out telling the truth, things might have been different. So that's why. Right, that's, right. How about you, Nicole? The, the doctor is in. Tell us, Doc. You know, I, <laughs> doctor to doctor. I, I appreciated that, Maria, like you still stayed with him after finding out that he lied. Right. And you wanted to believe things that were not in reality. Right. And so you were seduced and you were you were seeing him as someone he wasn't, but someone you wanted him to be. Right. So I feel like since you stuck with him after you found out he was a liar, right, that like it was kind of on you to sort of get into reality and sort of at some point sort of see him for who he was. Right. And I, I want you to choose better next time. No, you're absolutely right. Don't go with what's in your head. See what's right in front of you. You were suspicious. You should have trusted yourself more. You're right. So, and I do have to take accountability for, you know, the things I did and the fact that I just, you know, you want to believe in someone so much or you want something like this facade, but it's like, come on, real life is smacking you in the face. You right. got right. to gotta go with and it. People are human people are gonna lie it's the forgiveness it's working through it's starting to communicate and trust each other more right but you kept giving them passes i did i did and that's so, on you yes yeah. oh yes we'll this leave it great. at that all right maria and william thank you so much for being here thank congratulations you. on your big win all right panelists let's break down what the fuck just happened in there i mean i i have to say I can see why Nicole and I were so torn by that. It seemed like they were both making pretty big relationship mistakes. But Tommy, I mean, I can't believe you went with a 90%. Again, I said it. I think it's just personal. I, I think I was like looking in the mirror a little bit. So I think I went a little harder because I went hard on myself through that process after I, after healing and understanding what I did wrong. I allowed her to, to be vindictive and change the course of the relationship. But ultimately, it was my issue. It was my fault. But I just saw myself and I just didn't, I didn't like it. I can see that. I can see that because you took ownership and it's it's had an impact on you and you mm-hmm. changed as a result. Yeah, so I kind of want to give it to him. Anymore, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And true. You want, right, you wanted to give it to him. But she has a great emotional IQ, I believe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so too. But she wanted something that wasn't there. That was the problem, right? Yeah. She wanted to change him and you can't change other people. You can only change yourself. Yeah. So when you expect somebody to change for you and want them to be somebody they're not, mm-hmm. at some point you got to wake up yeah. and, and you got to take ownership for your own behaviors and what you're choosing. Yeah. So, I'm going to go break up my parents after this, to be honest with you. <laughs> I got to start fresh. All this. <laughs> Nicole, do you think that a relationship that is that starts off with a, a pretty significant lie can, can survive that? I mean, what are the chances that you can really survive a, a, a lie from the jump? 
Well, you know, I think there, there's a lot to forgiveness. And, like, we are human. We're going to make mistakes. We hurt each other. We get to know each other. But, Tommy, you said this in the very beginning. Like, the more open and honest you are, the more vulnerable and the more intimate you can be with somebody else, right? You have less to fear. Like, that's, that's incredible when you have that with another person that you can totally reveal yourself. So I think it can be bumpy in the beginning, and I think if you can work through it, you can actually have a better relationship having gone through a rupture if you know how to repair a relationship. Yeah. Sounds like they didn't get to repairs because she was still suspicious. Yeah. And that's what's like, trust yourself, Maria. You can't trust him. I hate to give him an out too, just for his age, because that's kind of a cop out. But like a lot of people have to go through certain experiences, and, and you know, in your early twenties, most people just are they live selfishly, especially as a guy. Like, oh my god, yeah. I mean, your brain. I really don't think your brain is fully formed 100%. as a guy until yeah. at least thirty, probably yes. closer to thirty-five. Yeah. I mean, I remember making just really stupid decisions in yeah. my twenties. Yeah. But what about these um, these careers that are? kind of sexy, you know what I mean? That have a sexual component to them, like massage therapy, like being a bartender, you know, like maybe it's somebody who works in a club as a, as a cocktail waitress right. or something. You know, it's like, isn't it hard to be in a relationship with that kind of person, knowing that people are constantly going to be throwing themselves This is going to sound very, because I, I, I want your analysis on this, because I feel like if your self-worth is higher than them and you have more to offer, whether that's financial or career-wise, they want to pursue you and, and, and be good to you a lot easier. You know what I mean? They're proud to be with you. It takes a lot of trust and a lot of, you know, uh, of hope that the other person is, is doing the same thing for you. So when you find it, to your point, Nicole, when you find it, it truly is special, like not having to worry or all that drama and insecurity and all that shit that, that blocks your, your, your happiness. Right. You want confidence in your relationship. And yeah. you only get that through communication, by being transparent, by being consistent with that. Right. Yeah. And you want to t treat each other respectfully. And clearly with these two, there was a lot of desire. I mean, he's very seductive. I get it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like he's sweet talking to us. He's mm -hmm. sweet talking to her right there. Yeah, he's got charm. Right. And she, you know, she's a gorgeous girl. Oh, and shit. She... I forgot to get his card. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it from her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, and you can see that they, they did love and care about one another. What's, what's too bad is they weren't communicating very well. Yeah. And I think that's where things went awry. Yeah. All right. Final question. Tommy, have you ever had a rub and tug? Uh, yes, of course. It's, <laughs> again, to the, um, I've had a, a few, but there's one online. It's called uh, the Washy Wash story from Comedy Central. Just look up Tommy Pope. This is not happening. Okay. The, the actual massage isn't online. It's just the story. Well, I described it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I keep that off. But, uh, to your point earlier, it's like you say a lot of wild shit that the, it, it's for the world now. And yeah. I, like, I think about like, oh my God, my nieces and my nephew, like all these things. Every week I record two hours of things that are coming out of my face that I like, I, I'm not even thinking, it's just instinctive. And you're like, oh man, this is not a good look. But uh. I know I wrote a story in, in, my, in a book of mine called I Hate Everyone Except You. I wrote a, a story about my penis and how, um, you know, I have a beautiful penis. And it's, uh, <laughs> oh, how tough that must have been. <laughs> what a but, sacrifice. But every once in a while, I'm like, why did I do that? I can put it out in the world. Like, why, why can't I keep my penis private? Uh, but there's something about putting your penis out in the world. It's like, yeah. it feels good. Yeah. I mean, I would, I'd respect you more if you were like, my penis bends at an angle and it's, you know. I can't help it that I've got the perfect penis. That's what I'm saying. Talk about it. Be you, kid. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm I mean, now I'm trying to think of what's wrong. Is there anything wrong at all with it? <laughs> takes a little bit longer to work than it used to over 53 but it's still it's still working like yeah. it's still really working <laughs> you did
did not just press that button. I will look you right in the eye. This ding dong is still working. Good. It really good. is. Good. See that? You believe me. Nicole, do you believe me? I believe you 100%. Okay, All right. <laughs> Nicole, if a listener wants to become your patient, is that even possible? Uh, you can find me. If you can find me, I'll take a call. But um, I'm mostly <laughs> at the Motherhood Center, but I do have a small private practice. But um, I would sort of say, unlike the two of you, I don't share much of my personal life. So good for you. only professional calls, please. Okay, good to know. Tommy, where can people feast more on you, you silver fox? You 80% yes. silver fox. <laughs> good, give me 800 bucks. <laughs> uh, you could go on my Instagram or Twitter. It's Tommy J. Pope or uh, Stuff Island is our podcast that's doing pretty darn well. All right, awesome, yeah. yeah. Go see Tommy Pope. Is there? He's funny. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys so much for being here. It really was a pleasure having you. Um, let's go to Javon to see how they're feeling about the outcome. So, William, how do you think it went today? It went very horrible. Very horrible. I wanted to convince them a little better, but it's all right, though. I learned going forward not to, not to lie in the beginning of a relationship. Just be upfront, tell the truth, and you know, give the woman the choice to you know, let her know like, about my job and whatnot. Just be upfront, you know what I mean? Be honest. And um, put your best foot forward. So, Maria, how do you think it went today? I think it went really well. I think we both got a lot out, you know, things that needed to be said. And I definitely learned some things from Nicole's perspective. And she's right, you know, what she was saying. So, you know, I have to take the accountability for the parts where I was canceling his appointments, going in his phone for my next relationship. If I'm suspicious, I'll sit them down. I'll ask them straight up. And if I see any red flags in the beginning, there will be really no second chances. I'm going to go with my gut and just run for the hills. What are you going to do with your big winnings? I'm taking my $900. I'm going to book me a real nice, sexy massage session from a man with some muscles and let him rub me down real good. <laughs> Thank you to you at home or at the gym or in the car or in prison for joining me on It's Your Fault. Come back next week for more nonsense, more rewarding of questionable behavior, and more solid life advice you know you won't follow. Don't forget to rate and review this show and don't be a dick about it. And if you and your ex want to play with us, let us know by emailing itsyourfaultcasting at gmail.com. We record in New York City and we're not flying your ass out here, so let's not waste each other's time. Special thanks to Amy Householder for producing this total shit show, Javon Brew for assistant producing this clusterfuck, Jackie Hamada for coordinating this embarrassing debacle, Ariana Capasso for assisting this living nightmare, Dave Marino for recording and editing this utter catastrophe, and Kristen Moss for casting our completely delightful couple. It's your fault.